I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer. Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code BUCK to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash BUCK and promo code BUCK to get 10% off your first order. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome our number three, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Encourage all of you to go subscribe to the podcast. Search out my name, Clay Travis. Search out Buck Sexton. Tens of millions of downloads every single month for the show. Lots of unique podcast exclusives. I promise you will love it, particularly given that we are now in the summer travel season, vacation time. Maybe you're going to be chilling. Maybe you just want to take the show with you, and you're not going to be able to listen on your usual radio affiliate. We understand. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast. Plus, download the Our Radio app and be able to take the show with you everywhere as well. Now, uh, we have talked, as those of you who have downloaded the podcast will know, uh, a great deal about the Hunter Biden case, New York Times confirming that Merrick Garland's Department of Justice would not allow charges to be brought in California. We've talked about the consequences of that, the media coverage surrounding the Biden crime family. We talked with Senator Ron Johnson in the last hour. We've discussed the latest on the Daniel Penny case. Now, let's dive into... The most consequential, I would say, boycott, maybe in modern American uh, business history. I can't think of a more consequential boycott than what has happened to Bud Light. Uh, Every single week now, the amount of Bud Light being consumed sets a new low. Nearly 30% decline so far as we move into June. There are now reports that Bud Light is so desperate for its product to be consumed that they are considering just giving it away for July 4th because the beer will go bad if it's not bought. You guys have continued to send us clips and footage since May when I did the experiment, Buck, to see whether or not anybody would actually drink Bud Light. It's only gotten worse since then. You guys have sent all sorts of photos and videos of people buying every beer but Bud Light. It has become so consequential, this collapse in Bud Light market share, 
that they now are the second most popular beer in America, probably trending towards third or fourth as their market share collapses. Meanwhile, Miller Lite and Coors Light have been the beneficiaries. This infestation, for lack of a better way to describe it, of the woke virus has now spread, by the way, from Bud Light to Budweiser and also to Mick Ultra, which are under the same larger parent company. So, Buck, things have gotten so bad that the CEO of Budweiser decided, hey, I need to speak out. I'm going to go on CBS's morning show, and it didn't go very well for him. Uh, he was asked whether he would still make the same decision as it pertains to Dylan Mulvaney. I believe we have a cut of what it's fair to say was a disastrous attempt at rehabbing the Budweiser brand. Here it is. I asked you, would you do it again? And people on the trans rights side of things, supporting that community, want you to say, yes, of course. We want that fortitude. And people on the right would criticize you for saying yes. So where are you on the issue? I mean, was this a mistake? Bud Light has supported LGBTQ since 1998. So that's 25 years. And as we've said from the beginning, We'll continue to support the communities and organizations that we've supported for decades. Mm -hmm. But as we move forward, um, you know, we want to focus on what we do best, which is brewing great beer for everyone, listening to our consumers, being humble and listening to them, uh, making sure that we do right by our employees, take care uh, and support our partners, and ultimately make an impact in the communities that we serve. It's just not good enough. That's, no. not, that's just not going to work. It's just so bland. It's, you know, like, at, at a minimum, he's got to say, I, I understand, right? I, I, we, we, on, we know what's going on here. He doesn't want the activists to come after him from the other side because while the beer drinkers are not activists, it doesn't matter. Uh, the activists of the LGBTQIA plus 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 community have a lot of funding and a lot of power in corporate America as a result of, well, many years of, of building up this machinery. But what he could say is, look, it's a mistake for us to get political at all. We yep. disrespected our audience by doing so. We yep. will never make that mistake again. Take ownership. This whole, we just like to make beer and we just want to focus on the beer. It's like, yeah. We get that that's what you want to say now, but what happened was disrespectful and really an affront to your core audience or core consumer in this case. Accept that. Be honest about it. Ask for their forgiveness and say, we're, this is never going to be an issue again. Bud Light is an American beer for Americans, and we don't do the politics thing. We don't squabble. We don't lecture. We don't undermine people. We don't hate people. We just want everyone to enjoy. You know, there's a way to do it, and the way to do it is not corporate doublespeak because you're afraid of – because really what, what the LGBTQIA++ community wants is for him to bend the knee again. Yeah. Because if, if he shows that the lesson learned is some consumers don't want that stuff, that activism – other companies might get wise to this, too. So they won't let this go, and he knows that. That's why he's caught in the middle here. But ultimately, if you're a company, your consumer is your boss. That's the part of this. Dude, I say this to you. I mean, yes, we have a boss, iHeartMedia, but really, who do we work for? Yeah. We work for this audience, this audience that Rush built over decades. We work for the audience, and in that sense, the audience is our boss, Bud Light works for the consumers of their beer, and they forgot that, and they still don't really want to go back to basics here, go back to first principles. As a, as, as Look, it is a great American brand, or it was.
Yeah, Buck, this was the entire thesis of my last book. And I took a quote that Michael Jordan has now admitted to saying that I think every CEO should emblazon in his mindset. And he was asked, why did he not get political? Why did Michael Jordan never really step into any elections in the 80s or the 90s or the early 2000s? You know what he said? Republicans buy sneakers too. And I think it's just such a smart quote, right? If your goal is to only service one segment of the population, then I understand. If you're Bud Light and you're like, we want to be the beer of the trans community, that is our identity, then I would say, okay, this makes sense. But if you're that big of a brand, you want everyone to drink your beer. You can't be the number one beer in America and only serve Republicans or only serve Democrats or only serve independents. And that guy, and look, I'm sure the CEO has probably been bathing, basically, in PR consultants. And what you end up doing when you bathe in PR consultants is you don't sound like a real person. I think so many politicians have this same disease. You guys sometimes hear them on this show. When they talk, they don't sound like somebody that you're having a beer with. And if that CEO wants to connect with America, he has to sound like somebody who has a beer would sound like. And what I would say is a lot of what you said, hey, we want every single American to drink our beer. And if we made the choice and we ended up alienating football fans and we ended up alienating blue-collar workers, which you did, and we ended up alienating dudes out there in America by saying our humor was too fratty and they were out of touch. We blew it and we shouldn't have done that. And that's why we fired our marketing execs because we lost touch with who we are and who we were. And I'm going to fix that. It's not scripted. I just said that. I think it would play well and it's natural. It's authentic and it's real. The fact that these guys can't do that is I think a testament to what happens to so many of these brands, Buck, and you know it. You get big enough, and then you start listening to the people in New York and L.A. who were That's never right. in your base, and they don't understand your audience, and you end up looking like a fool. You get these CEOs who really just care about what the foursome at the half a million dollars to join golf club think about what's going on, and not what their core customers and consumers need, believe, want, and and uh, you know the way to best serve them. I've been mentioning the LGBTQIA++ community. I think it's also worth noting, Clay, uh, that people are starting to get a funny feeling about some of this. And not just those of us who are on the right, but more broadly, like, what's going on here? This was from uh, one of the pride parades. It was actually here in New York City. We have um, the audio of this. Here they are saying, chanting. Well, I'll let you hear it from them. Play I guess they said it the one time there, but the other times where they said, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. And this was a chant that was heard there. It was, it was also said other places. And we know that not only because of the video of this now, isn't it amazing how many people, everyone walks around with the ability to go viral at any moment based on what they see if they record it. It's really yep. changed our perception of what's happening in a whole. Otherwise, if you had to rely on standard news organizations to tell you, 
that there are pride parades where where there are activists or just you know people participating in this saying we're coming for your children very strange nbc news trying to clean up this because people say what, what is that all about what do you mean you're coming for our children uh nbc news wrote the coming for your children chant has been used for years at pride events according to long longtime march attendees and gay rights activists who say it's one of many provocative expressions used to regain control of slurs against lgbtq people okay this did not have the intended effect i think clay that they wanted nbc news because first of all what is at the center right now of the lgbt activist debate and the rest of the country um should children be transitioning medically whether through hormones or surgery so there is a coming for the children reality here and the chanting of this at pride marches this is not this is not a good look a lot of people are saying what is going on here i i think this is emblematic buck of what i said i think yesterday and i'm not claiming to be an expert in the gay community but i think there are a lot of gay people listening to us right now gay people who voted for donald trump are trying to decide who they're going to vote for in the republican primary this is not an insubstantial percentage of the gay population i think it's probably growing and a lot of these people, I think, are seeing this argument about children having surgeries to affirm their gender, which is what they try to say, and they think it's as crazy as straight people do. Because gay people are raising kids now, and they don't want their 11-year-old to be coming in and saying, I need to get my boobs chopped off, or I need to get my penis removed. Most people believe that biology is real of all different types of persuasions. And even a lot of trans people, I think, Buck, would say, yeah, under 18 trans surgery or giving people hormones to stop them from going into puberty so that you can change their gender and flood them with estrogen or testosterone or whatever direction it is, it's crazy. And again, this is why I think slowly, and it is happening too slowly for me, we are winning this argument. And... Clips like those, I think, are going to eventually blow up and create a civil war in the lesbian, gay, larger unity platform because there's lots of disagreement, I think, in the gay community where people would step back and say, yeah, we shouldn't be chanting, we're coming for your children, and we shouldn't be encouraging young kids to have this gender reassignment surgery. And so this is part and parcel of what I think is ultimately going to occur this is one of the thesis of my book, and I'm, I'm an optimist, as you well know, Buck. I think the identity politics eventually collapses on itself because of warring identities, and the oppression Olympics requires that somebody be the supreme victim. And it's easy to say, oh, white men are the problem. But now, when you have to sort of self-analyze and look internally, I think what you're starting to see is much of this left-wing craziness is collapsing on itself. Maybe I'm too optimistic, but I think this is emblematic of it, what you see inside of the gay community um, as, as we go forward. We'll talk about it more. Uh, I got to tell you, we live in a thriving, technology-filled world. Between Buck and myself, man, we've got so many different websites, social media platforms. You know, we got more than 20 computers working on this show every single day. And guess what? If one of those goes down, we're in trouble. Two or more go down, we're actually screwed. Uh, we know it. That's why we have backups, and we have backups of our backups, and probably I'm jinxing us, and the backups of the backups might fail. But if that happens, guess what? We've got iDrive. 
With iDrive, you can back up all of your PCs, Macs, servers, and mobile devices into one account for one cost. It's a company holding the trophy eight years in a row from PC Magazine as the best cloud backup solution for everyone, consumers, and businesses alike. iDrive is the easiest, most secure cloud backup solution. Plans start at less than 7 bucks a month. You can get 90% off that for your first year when you use my name, Clay, that's C-L-A-Y, in the purchase. That's iDrive.com, I as in the letter I, Drive.com, use my name, Clay, C-L-A-Y, for the 90% discount on that. Again, iDrive.com, use my name, Clay, go do it today. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, chalk up a win for Team Reality. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash clay. We'll take some calls this hour. We kind of blew through the last couple of hours. We had a lot of great callers. Sorry, we uh, sometimes Clint and I get so in the zone, so deep into the matrix, fighting so hard against the communists that we uh, forget about some of the fantastic calls that are lined up. So uh, if you want to talk to us, anything from the show today, uh, we'll make that fair game for this hour because we didn't get to your Hunter questions. We didn't get to your Daniel Penny stuff. Uh, so we wanted to open up the lines. And with that in mind... 
Uh, also, our VIPs, they send us emails throughout the show. We see them. You send us that email at the VIP. Producers make sure it's in our inboxes, Clay and I, respectively. So we see it um, right away. And uh, you go to claynbuck.com to sign up for that. And it's just a great a great way to uh, to tell us all what you think. So I, I got one of these, Clay, because you read one before. I'm getting called out now. I'm getting called out, buddy. So you're not alone here. One of our VIPs writes, uh, they can gr- uh, about Lemon Shark, they can grow up to 11 feet long. What the heck are you talking about with this squirrel stuff? You're nuts. All right, buddy. All right, I'm going to dig in on this for a second. Yes, obviously, it's not, there's no such thing as 11-foot-long shark. But I'm saying in the hierarchy of an animal that could end you, there are the animals where you're like, fair play. You know, if a Nile crocodile or a 15-foot great white or a, a Siberian tiger decides it's your number, I get it. A lemon shark? A lemon shark, is. this is like the Bud Light of sharks. You do not expect... <laughs> To get ended by a lemon shark. Okay, I don't even think there's ever been a lemon shark fatality in history, even though they're a little bit on the bigger side. Bull shark, yes. Even the uh, the oceanic white tip, if you're in like a ship disaster, can be very dangerous. Great whites and tigers are usually the ones people are so worried about. So I'm just saying. I don't know anything about lemon sharks, but you just obliterated them by calling them the Bud Light of sharks. I'm just, you know, and now if I were to get got by a lemon shark one day out there swimming on the beach in Miami, it would be justice for the animal kingdom because I'm calling out the lemon shark, a generally somewhat docile and not particularly dangerous fish. But you have know, you even gotten in the ocean yet in Miami? Yeah, a couple, a few times. I'm How busy. far out did you go? Prepping for this show. Oh, I don't go far. I don't go far. I'm I'm not into getting out there. Like, deep. Oh, but never above your, uh, above, like, you've never not been able to touch the ground. No, I, I'll go out and swim a little bit. Come on. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, you could get, I, I would just be curious. You basically have called out the lemon shark community. Uh, I'm just telling the, the you right ABB now. is out. If it's, if Buck's number is called, it's going to be a tiger. It's going to be a regal beast of the sea. It's not going to be a lemon shark. Can you imagine if I have to come on now if you get eaten by yeah. a lemon shark and talk about Getting this? Getting eaten by a lemon audio? shark. This is like being mauled by a shih tzu. Like, it's just not, it's just not the same thing. All right, if you're determined to be your very best, don't go halfway, go all the way. That takes energy and drive, which can fade with age, but it doesn't have to, especially if you're taking chalk natural supplements. Their male vitality stack is a game changer for guys. The leading ingredient in this formulation has been proven in studies to replenish diminished amounts of testosterone in men. That's crucial in your body's chemistry to provide additional energy, all-day energy. Every day, Chalk helps create this lab-tested, pure supplement line that you can get yourself. It allows you to be potent and effective. You'll feel energized and focused, and you won't have to reach for another energy drink. Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com. That's where you go. You want to make sure that if you're eaten by a shark in the ocean, it's like a manly shark and not a lemon shark? Get some Chalk. C-H-O-Q.com. Save 35% off your subscription for life when you use promo code BUCK. Again, Get that energy, focus, and drive you need. Go to chalk.com. Use promo code BUCK. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We're going to get some of your calls here momentarily. Wanted to mention this, Buck. Several, it may have been like a year ago, we discussed Sage Steele, who is one of the uh, honest and forthright and sane ESPN employees. She filed a lawsuit against ESPN 
which is, of course, owned by Woke Disney. And in that lawsuit, she said that she was punished because she went on, I believe it was Jay Cutler's podcast. Uh, Jay Cutler, former NFL quarterback, uh, good dude. He's one of the owners of the beer here in Nashville, by the way, Buck, gratis, which I would encourage all of you who like America to drink um, But uh, in Tennessee. But the interesting thing about it is she said and criticized at the time that she didn't think it made sense for ESPN to be requiring that everybody get the COVID shot. And so she was, she said, punished for going out. This wasn't on ESPN Airwaves. This was a, a podcast outside of ESPN's network. She said she was punished over this, filed a lawsuit. Now word has come out that ESPN has offered her $500,000 to settle the lawsuit, and she is refusing because she wants to stand on the principle that she was right when she said that ESPN shouldn't have mandated the COVID shot. So good for her. Um, I hope she stands to uh, sticks to her guns and holds Disney slash ESPN responsible for what they did to all their employees in mandating that shot. Yes. <laughs> I mean, this is standing on principle over dollars, which is, frankly, all too rare. All right. Uh, Tom, in Oak Creek, Wisconsin, truck driver, what you got for us? Uh, listen, man, I got a lot of points to make. My, my daughter's actually a lesbian, and yep. I had a conversation with her over Father's Day about all these subjects that you were just talking about with the alphabet, alphabet Nazis. Um, um, first of all, Buck, if, um, if you're swimming, man, don't get forced into a transition surgery by, a, by a, uh, one of them sharks, okay? Because they like the nuts and berries. Okay. Worst place, worst place to be bit by. I mean, oh, that's a good point. You don't want to get bit on the on the groin. The lemon shark coming after you. Don't be fooled by the name, Buck. I feel like you've jinxed yourself. Here. Lemon shark, lemon shark, just like a little nibble. You know, it's like it's like what you get from a chihuahua. No big deal. Anyway, listen to me closely, though. She talked about the transition stuff. All right, she said, um, stay away from the kids. Uh, she still thinks that eighteen is too young to do it. 25, if you want to get your uh, twig and berries cut off, go at it. Because you don't know anything at 18. Can, can I just yeah. say, you know, one, one thing, and Tom, thank, thank you for calling in. And we, we love all of our uh, truckers all across the country because I just, we got a lot of truckers who listen, but the great thing is they listen for three hours a lot of them at a time, right? Because they're on yeah, the road yeah. and they go from one affiliate to the other. So we, sometimes they'll pass through multiple areas, multiple radio affiliates. And so it's great. We really appreciate all of you guys and gals. Um, but you know, Clay, I, 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 we kind of got into this a little bit the other day. Equality means the same standards for everybody, right? Yeah. So, okay, pride parade, fine. We've got gay marriage, fine. Dancing naked in front of little kids, not okay for anybody. Not okay Correct. for gay, not okay for straight, not, you know, this is because, because we're going to treat everybody equally, right? We're going to understand that sexualization of children is something that we should all, and this is what's so interesting. The gay couples I know, who have adopted kids or had a surrogate or whatever, they feel the same way as you and me and this audience does, you know? So that's that's when you start to realize, yeah, exactly. We have the same standards, right? This standard has to be enforced. Why is it that these left-wing activists, and I think it's in part because what are the activists even fight? You know, the trans issue and pushing the age issue on trans lower and lower all the time, it's really all, you know? That's what they exist for now. What do these activist entities exist for? Like, what are they even really doing 
other than running around and trying to make companies destroy themselves by trying to sexualize children or have trans influencers selling beer. That's one of the challenges I said that came out of the decision to allow gay marriage. To me, we've reached the full extent of progressive values at that point in time. And I don't, I wondered what was next. I mean, and, and maybe polygamy in 25 years, uh, mm. more even alarming than that, Buck, I think is the idea. And you, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. You're starting to hear people argue that minors should be able to consent to sexual relationships, right? Well, he, it's a fringe opinion, but it's one that you never heard 20 years ago. Like it, nobody would have even floated the idea. It was activists, if you remember, when when during the during the COVID pandemic, um, there was the the issue of of monkeypox, and the activists kept trying to push against that go on CNN and some of the someone worked for the Biden administration remember in health was trying to say you know oh well we can't share the data the data is that it's overwhelmingly from orgies yeah that's the problem that I mean overwhelmingly like 90 percent plus of the spread was occurring at orgies and Day so orgies yes and so what if we're talking about health and want to protect people from this it's, it's disfiguring it's you know it's serious it's it's a nasty illness you, you know, we got to look at the facts and you can't say, oh, but, you know, we're all everything's the same. We're all equal, but we're going to we're going to change health data because we're afraid of stigma for some subset of a community. It's like, no, no, no. Health is health. Let's protect people. Let's give them the real information they need to avoid the health issue. Let's not try to change the data or massage it in some way that it gotta makes be careful. It, yeah, makes it more politically palatable. It's funny, too, that you mentioned that because all the things that they told us we had to do during COVID, they weren't willing to tell the gay community, hey, just don't have orgies for a little while. That doesn't seem like most but, people out but, there imagine like have never managed have managed to avoid gay orgies it, it, their again, entire life. Do you know who and I mean, I can name some I can name some of them friends of ours, you know, who are in media who are gay. They were the harshest critics of that whole monkeypox messaging yeah. thing of like, well, we can't tell people it's. Guys, be careful. You can get this at an orgy. That was the medical reality at that time of that disease, but we were not able to say that out loud. The gays that I know, and generally the gays who are married and have adopted a kid or two or whatever, they were like, yeah, that's what's good. They were the ones who were saying it. So the activists are bullying within their own community on some of these issues, too, which I think is exactly what Tom, the trucker, called in about his yep. daughter, who's a lesbian, was saying. Yeah, and Buck, I also think this builds on some of the arguments are totally incoherent. For instance, remember when it was, hey, you can't refer to COVID as the China virus. And then they built it even further and they said they tried to argue that it was racist to suggest that COVID might have come from a Chinese lab. Same, yep. But remember what they were arguing instead that it actually came from a wet market, and the reason was because of how dirty the wet market was. Well, and you know where the wet market is more racist, right? Like the wet market argument actually seems more racist than it escaped from a lab, so they're not even consistent. Their argument was it's so dirty in Chinese markets that there are tons of different viruses spreading there, and it's really unsafe. The the lab virus actually seems way less well, racist. It's, than that. Well, it's really not even about just the the cleanliness of of these so called wet markets. The diversity, the zoological diversity that they have there, 
and this is not very well known, but it is true, these so-called wet markets popped up in China. This goes all the way back to the Maoist famine of the you had to eat roughly, everything. roughly 1960, where because of the idiotic communist policies, you had tens of millions of people in the 20th century, everybody, starved to death. And so they started to eat anything to stay alive. And so there were these markets where Chinese you know, peasants, agrarian, uh, you know, uh, agrarian societies would eat bats, would eat, you know, salamanders, would eat anything basically that they could get their hands on. And then it became kind of a cultural overtime practice in some of these areas and actually became kind of big business. So while China has said you can't do this anymore as a policy, government policy, they still pop up in places because people make a lot of money and they're used to eating pangolin in some spots. That's how this all goes. Communism, bad things. It does bad things. It's a rule. Just saying. It's good for people to know. We'll get to some more of your calls here in a second. Look, famed economist and best-selling author Nomi Prince is out with a new warning. She says a small group of financial elites are plotting a drastic action, unlike anything we've seen since 1971. The White House, the World Economic Forum, even Bill Gates are involved. According to her research, your ability to spend, borrow, save, and invest could soon be restricted with the push of a button. Our financial system is about to be transformed in a way that would have been unthinkable just a few years ago, and it all starts in July. Bank of America is saying it's inevitable. If you've got any money in a U.S. bank account or retirement plan, get all the facts. Go to disappearingdollar.com. That's disappearingdollar.com. You may not want to hear what Dr. Prince has to say, but you should hear it because you should be prepared when events take a turn this summer. Disappearingdollar.com. Again, that's disappearingdollar.com. Paid for by Rogue Economics. The Clay and Buck Podcast Deep Dives with cool content, surprise guests. Get it all on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost, the average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone 
or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash clay. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name Clay for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. I can't believe the show is already at the at the end here for today, which is, I feel like we've got a lot more to go here, Clay. But the good news is we've got another show tomorrow, the next day, and many days after that. Go to uh, our podcast, please. T- download the iHeartRadio app. Subscribe. There's stuff. I'm, I'm doing a podcast this week with uh, Libs of TikTok's founder and, and you know, chief oh, operator. Cool. We'll talk to her about what she's been sharing and seeing there. Um, my friend uh, Ines Felcher has joined Alex Berenson on the suddenly died issue. You yeah, know, suddenly died is a real thing with regard to COVID. So you can only hear that on our podcast feed because we're not it's not on the radio. We're doing additional content beyond what you're hearing on this radio show. So go to the Clay and Buck podcast feed. Uh, iHeartRadio uh, is the app you want to download. Get that going. And uh, that is excellent. Um, so please do subscribe to that. We have. Hold on. Another VIP. We got a VIP email from Gabe Clay. He writes, hey, guys. Gabe from the Spicy Shark. Hey, we are a hot sauce company. Oh wow! I like the I like the slide plug. Well done. We are a hot sauce company, but we work in shark conservation. I've ran with sharks many times, including bulls and lemons. No shark deserves the disrespect of being the Bud Light of sharks. But yes, it would be talking like death by Chihuahua for a lemon shark. Stay spicy. So I'm now gonna have to try this guy's. Spicy. I, I, are you a hot sauce guy in general? I, I do do the hot sauce regularly. Not really, but you know, they've done so many of these spice spicy challenges on YouTube that my boys are obsessed with it. And obviously here in Nashville, we have hot chicken, which is now spread everywhere. And so they have different flavors of hot chicken. So that is kind of a local delicacy. Have you ever tried the Nashville hot chicken? I can't because it's breaded. Ah, yeah, that's sad. Yeah, for it's me. pretty good. So, but the boys they have all these like ghost pepper challenges and all this different stuff, uh, and they love it on YouTube. So we have done some of that uh, just because the boys have gotten so into it because those YouTube clips go viral. Yep. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We've got Bill in Long Island, New York, place I love and have spent tons of time. Bill, what's going on? Hey guys, great show as always. Listen. 
uh, Buck and, and Trey. Uh, first of all, about the beer, I switched from uh, Nicola Baltra to uh, Yinglang, which is the oldest beer in the country. It's an yep. absolutely great beer. And uh, this thing has been bothering me and a lot of people I know, and it's about Joe Biden. Do you think, because, Trey, you're a, you're a lawyer, and, Buck, you work for the CIA, do you think the president committed treason? I mean, he left all these classified information stuff all over four states, and the one that bothers me the most is because I'm a New York City fireman. I've worked down in Chinatown. He left some of this stuff in Chinatown, which is the, 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 the craziest thing I ever heard in my life. Why would he leave all this classified information all over the states? So, so Bill, states. We, we've uh, th- first of all, thank you for, for calling in from Long Island, and thank you for, uh, for what you do, making sure if you need a fireman, you need him when you need him. Um, but uh, I'd say this, the treason issue, Clay and I talked about this on the show as a legal uh, definition. The legal definition of treason is very specific, and it's a very high bar. And that would not the, – the Espionage Act stuff has to do with handling, mishandling, and missharing, if you will, of information. But it's not actually espionage that Biden is being accused of, which is an important distinction. It falls under the Espionage Act, which is a big umbrella law. Like when I was in the CIA, we Clay always we, we were always worried like, oh, my God, I don't want to get you know jammed up under the Espionage Act. That could happen even if you say, uh, you know, if you shared information with a reporter that was classified. Now, that reporter is a U. let's say it's assuming it's a U.S. citizen. You're not helping a foreign power. But if there's that disclosure, even if the reporter didn't further disclose it publicly. You could be I, nailed under the Espionage Act. So it's not committing espionage necessarily. It's mishandling of classified. But treason is aid and comfort to the enemy during a time of war. So that's a very high bar to hit. I think you could hit Hunter with conspiracy charges relating to a variety of different uh, attempts to conceal his uh, income from foreign sources, certainly for all sorts of tax evasion. I also think that there is, if you had a really thorough investigation – the potential that some of that money was being funneled to Joe Biden and he did not report it on his taxes. I also think, again, the biggest story now associated with Hunter to me, Buck, we've known that he did the tax evasion for a long time. I think you could really hit him with the lobbying for foreign government based on what he was sending in these WhatsApp messages and the money that he was getting. And I also think that the obstruction by Merrick Garland and other elements of the Department of Justice is a huge mess for the entire Biden administration going forward, up to and including, in my opinion, Joe Biden, who was willing to do whatever it took to protect his son from any sort of consequential uh, uh, treatment there. Let's see. Who else we got on the lines here? Um, Walt in Panama City, Florida. Walt, what do you got for us? Hey, good afternoon. Appreciate you having me on here. Um, I was in, this is off topic, but I was in a hotel in Charleston a couple of weeks ago. They have a gated parking lot adjoining their hotel. And as we were pulling in, there was a big sign that said electric vehicles are not allowed in this parking lot due to fire hazards. And I just thought that was humorous, the way that the libs are pushing electric vehicles on everybody. But they've got all these issues with them. Well, also the electricity. Thank you for calling in. The electricity that they use tends to come from coal plants. So yeah. there's so there's that with the whole we're saving the planet. Clay, big lemon shark, kind of like big tobacco, is weighing in feverishly in our VIP 
inbox here at clayandbuck.com. Subscribe today. Stan writes, Buck, wrong again. When I was a Navy diver, lemon sharks were a species of concern, more dangerous than a white tip, but between a black tip and a tiger, especially in murky waters. Cheers from our... I'm just going to tell you right now, look, if you're going to be worried... If you're going to be worried about somebody's Pomeranian biting you, that's up to you, folks. Um, Lemon sharks are the Pomeranians, the chihuahuas of the sea. They're just... Technically, you could get bit, but let's not be wimps. I do not know if I would be picking sharks as my enemy of choice from an irony perspective if I were you living in Miami. I would I would have my head on a swivel next time I go in the water. You, you know what? Because I'll, all these clips will get pulled I know. if you get attacked by a shark. And I, I, they're going to be everywhere. It's going to go viral because you've, you've attacked the shark community to such an extent. Just watch. Now I'm going to stick to swimming pools and a gator is going to take my hand one day in the greatest irony of all time. Don't mess with the animal kingdom, folks. You'll be like Tubbs and Happy Gilmore. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter in their darkest hour Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.